Happy New Year. This week, we are going to be talking about how to organize your year. So it's the first week of January and everybody's kind of back in the in the office and not really sure how to get started, maybe feeling a little overwhelmed. We've, we've got a lot of things that we've got to accomplish and I don't know how we're going to do it. So we're going to break it all down this week. So here we are. Let's go. New Year. Welcome back. So as you may have noticed, Joe's remote this week, and so it's just me in the studio this week, and then he is remote. We got to get the team organized this week, and we're all doing that. Same thing. Yep. So this week, like we talked about, this is going to be organizing your year. There are so many things that we're responsible for. If we're in safety, maybe we've got safety and PSM, and maybe some of us are also environmental and security. So how do you make sure that your year doesn't just go to crazy come April and things are falling off the list and we're getting behind, how do we even make sure that we are, we're even aware of when our expiration dates for everything are? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So the first Absolutely. thing that we do that is create a calendar or a tracker. And I don't necessarily, one. yeah, I don't mean an outlook. Honestly, right. if that works for you and keeping it on your phone works for you, then cool. But I will tell you, this is something that I did when I first started in safety and EHS, and it was truly a lifesaver that I just physically needed that calendar on the wall to be able to be like, okay, what is the first quarter? And I still have that actually in my office. I've got, I've got every quarter, and it tells me each month for each quarter what is coming due and, and what is going on. So that would be the first thing. So on this, what are you going to even include? So I'm looking at including things like any annual inspections. So that could be things like your fire sprinklers. If you've got annual mechanical integrity stuff that you've got to do from a PSM side, any of your audits. So whether it's a safety audit, maybe it's some kind of ISO recertification, a spot check, a PSM related audit, PHAs or something like that, that maybe those happen every three to five years at your facility. Is that coming due this year? So you'd include things like that. You'd also have all of your monthly safety topic training on there. At least I would. I did. And I also like having all the medical stuff. So if you've got fit tests, physicals, PFTs, I like to include all of that on there too, because you want to make sure that you're staying ahead of that and that we don't start pushing too close to that expiration date. And now we're out of compliance because we couldn't get everybody in for whatever reason. Yeah, and a, and a great one's a sprinkler. If you, if you don't realize your sprinklers are due in June and you put on your calendar, I've got to recheck in April, May to even schedule it. It may be past June before they can get it done, just for timing. Yeah, listen, we all know that everybody's having labor issues right now. So the further out that you can schedule some of these things or at least have a ballpark understanding that this is coming due so it's on your radar for things that you're doing internal. PMs, PMs is a big one. Make sure that Anything monthly, any of your environment or your emergency stuff, throw that on there too. If you've got anything like that that you've got to do, maybe you're in charge of doing the annual lockout tagout procedure reviews or PPE assessment reviews, anything like that, space those out. So say I've got 100 PPE assessments I've got to do, and that's on top of all of my other daily responsibilities. Let's space those out so that they're not just overwhelming and, and we can make sure we're really, truly taking the time that they deserve to review those procedures because they can be really time consuming. And that honestly kind of rolls me into my next item. Make a list of topics you are not sure you've got the labor to 
to complete yourself. So the the heavy hitters are always any of your procedures or assessments on these. So I'm talking any SOPs, PPE assessments, ergonomic assessments, you know, anything like a lockout, tagout procedure, machine specific stuff or confined space assessments. All of those require an annual review to make sure that they're still correct and current. And you may find you are missing several or they never got done. We can't find them, whatever the case may be. You're going to want to make sure that you include those on your calendar. You spread them out a little bit as much as possible. But if you're concerned that you still don't believe you have the labor to be able to complete those, or maybe just not the knowledge, and maybe you're receiving a little bit of pushback, hey, we've got to cut costs, things are getting higher. What I would encourage you to do is look at quantifying how much time is it going to take you above and beyond your typical or normal responsibilities. So time yourself. How long does it take you to go out to the production area and complete one lockout tagout procedure on a piece of equipment? And I'm talking, you know, from the time you have to take the photo, write the assessment, go back to your computer, load the photo into the program or Word or whatever process you're using, and then write all the the site-specific and machine-specific information. How much time does that take you? Now multiply that times all of your procedures that you've got to do, whether it be PPE or whatever the case may be that you're looking at, and and truly identify, can you do this? And that's the kind of information that you're going to take to your management team to say, hey, I I don't have the expertise, and also it's this much time, and we just don't have the labor to do it. I think another thing you look at is if you have something that's due every two years or three years or five years, sometimes those get lost. So you got to kind of go back and look at your old list and say, hey, this is due every five years. Did we do it in the last five years? If not, it could be this year. When are we going to do that? Because that could throw yeah. off your numbers also. Yeah. And and when you identify whatever that is, put that on your calendar. Just hand write it in. And when you go do your next printed off calendar, I mean, I'm talking like I had it down the wall and I actually got the template from my dad because <laughs> he was so incredibly meticulous and it's been passed around so many times. Some of you all may have it that are listening, but um, I mean, it, it's just the visual reminder so you can go and look instead of actually having to open a file or open. I mean, it sounds silly, but just it being right there and being able to visually see it, it really helps, especially if you're on things like calls and, or you can't find it for whatever the reason. It's really beneficial than having to click through every month and then try and look at every day of every week with all of the meetings we have. It's just hugely beneficial. Um, number three for me, and before we get into this, we do have a sponsor. And our sponsor is our allensafetycoaching.com site. And so when you're listening to this, if you're looking at budget items and you're just like, I don't think that we can straight out hire someone who is an expert on this, we're going to have to do it internal, but I don't feel like my knowledge base is there. And I'm not sure how to even start tackling these things. Allensafetycoaching.com gives you step-by-step lessons. We've got over a hundred lessons on all of the safety, including PSM topics and sanitation topics for cleaning. So if you've got questions about how to actually go about implementing anything, creating training, creating a program, creating templates, implementing those, these lessons help you from start to finish and through the rollout phase for every safety topic that you would typically expect to see. So allensafetycoaching.com. All right. So for number three, you're going to want to make a note of anything that carries risk for your location or you as a manager your employees, liability concerns for your employees or for you, your managers, your facility, the company itself, or just anything you don't feel like you or your team at that site of managers has a subject matter expert in. And these are the items that I would 
truly encourage you to look at outsourcing. And you know, a big one that always comes to mind for me is writing lockout tagout procedures because Joe and I have just seen so many times, and Joe, you can kind of speak to this maybe too. We don't have the time. We don't have the labor. We don't have the knowledge. We hire an intern. Intern does the procedures. What we see is the people who have the knowledge have multiple jobs now compared to what they had before and don't have any time. They do and not the have the time. That, and the people that have the time don't have the knowledge. So yeah. you have this weird gap that comes, you're like, how did that happen? And then the stuff's yeah. not right. Yeah. And so I think the big one here is we want to keep in mind, what is the intent of what we're trying to accomplish? Are we trying to get something in place and structure in place? Or is our goal, we really want to drill down and, and make sure that these are specific to our site, specific to the job tasks we're doing, whatever that looks like. And how are we using this information? Because if we're using it for any kind of annual training, or if we're using it for new hiring onboarding, we really want to make sure that's correct. So we've really got to be sure that whoever is in charge of either training that subject or creating that that procedure or assessment really is a subject matter expert. And so if you don't feel like your subject matter experts have the time, or you just don't feel like you have any, I would really encourage you to go to your management team and have a conversation and look at what on that list you could use a third party to help you out for. And it, it could also be what you consider training needed to perform that task. You may find out you have people that are qualified internal. You may find out you have people that are not qualified external. You, you've got to figure out what is the qualification to complete that task to get the result that I want. And, and that's part of your list is, I don't want just somebody. I need somebody who can do this task correctly. And then that's who you're looking for. Well, when you're looking at any of these third parties because of a labor standpoint or because of a subject matter expert situation, you want to make sure that you're reaching out as early as possible because what you don't want is for them to come back and say, gee, I'd love to help you out, but we are booked for the next four months. And turns out whatever you had going on comes due in the next two to three weeks, or the only time they have available is now during your busy season. And now it's an absolute impossibility to try and get everybody through and keep the floor staffed or production area staffed and have have enough time to give people the rest and now shift coverage and who comes in and, and the different maintenance shifts or production shifts and trying to schedule everybody to come in maybe on their off day, it just becomes really complicated. So if you have the ability to reach out to those folks early and in advance, then I would encourage you to really do that because then you can pick the best time that works for you and your team and make sure that you're not exceeding the the 12-month mark or the year mark for some of this stuff if it's an annual requirement. Absolutely. It could also be that the company, a company like Allen Safety, just because Allen Safety may have the dates available, the subject matter expert we have for that subject may not be available. So you got to give time for people to look at what is your goal and what's the result of this you're trying to get. Yeah. Well, and like we talked about, we have lots of people who write assessments on our team, but not everybody writes them and not everybody that does write some assessments or procedures writes all of the, the versions. So I've got some folks that are incredible on our staff at Writing Lockout, but they're not quite as strong at some of the other things. And so we've got a different consultant that would be providing that service. Absolutely. And some of it also has to do with just what what the location is and what they're producing. So I've got some folks that are incredible in cattle. I've got some that are incredible in feed milling. I've got some that are incredible in hog production. 
they may or may not cross over in terms of just genuinely knowing the absolute ins and outs and all the, the secret things that nobody wants to talk about. And so you want to make sure that you're getting the number one top person too, I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Disclaimer really quickly. These are just our point of view. What's worked for us, what's worked for us as safety managers, environmental managers, having PSM responsibilities. You can take it or leave it. It's up to you. This is just our opinion. So don't come. We're here to help. We're here to help. Don't don't come for me. Don't come for me. We're just trying to help. (laughs) Our last and final one, number five. So when you are getting those bids, you'll want to make sure that you are able to really genuinely break down and compare them side by side, apples to apples. So some bids will have a whole lot of information and it's almost overwhelming. Some will have only the cost and it'll say something really generic up top of just like the subject that you're trying to hire this this particular company for and then the cost and it'll say to, to accept this bid sign here. Well, that doesn't tell me anything about really truly the details of what am I getting for the money? What's included in this? How many days? How many hours? How many procedures or assessments? Does it have photos? Is it not? Is it all boilerplate and you're just plugging in the name of a piece of equipment into a computer system? Or is that employee going out and taking photos on the floor and handwriting every single step of that procedure? What does that even look like? And who are we getting? What's their experience? So we really want to kind of, if they don't provide them, ask. You want to just make sure that you're asking, what does this include? What does it not include? What's a la carte? that we would have to tack on. And if you can't complete the project within a certain amount of time, is that on you? Or do we have to pay you for more days because you worked slow? I mean, what what does that look like? And you want those details? Yes. Uh, We're we're doing a house project right now. And we're like, is it ever going to get done? No. (laughs) Three days or four days or five days. So that was the answer. Yes. So that's what you have. When is this lockout procedure right here going to be done? Is it going to take five years or three months? But you're right. And and watch your bids. Yeah, turnaround says, time. That yep, is a big one. When am I ever going to get the stuff back? We or see the people who bid to get it done. Yeah, and they'll never get it back. So yeah, okay. watch for the weird stuff like that. So that's our five today. So create your training trackers and your calendars. Get everything that you have responsibilities for that fall into your sphere of of responsibility. Get it all on a calendar. I'm recommending that it's one that you can print off and have on the wall and visually look at. And you can include all of those details on there. So thanks for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. We hope everybody had an incredible holiday and has come back rested and just feeling so inspired. It's a great <laughs> new year. Not, it's a great not, new year. I don't know what to tell you. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. Have an amazing week. We can't wait to see you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to Safe, Efficient, Profitable, a worker safety podcast. If you're looking for more in-depth discussions or step-by-step solutions on all of the different safety and regulatory topics, please visit us at www.allensafetycoaching.com for web-based virtual coaching and training or at www.allen-safety.com to book our team for on-site services, training sessions, to order merchandise, to learn more about our team and what services we provide in the field, or just simply to request a topic for us to cover on our next podcast. If you found today's podcast helpful and would like to support our podcast further, please help us by subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast with anyone that could benefit from the information we cover here as that helps us to continue to put out this free content. Thank you so much for your support.